Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour. So happy to be with you as always. I look forward to our time together and the opportunity to join together for a holy healing purpose. People have been commenting that last week's episode on resistance to healing, reluctance to heal, uh, very helpful recent episodes. It is a challenging time for many people, a very, very challenging time for many people. Uh, what I notice is a lot of people are experiencing that past pain patterns are very strongly coming up for healing. And I see it in my own experience, and uh, I take it as a blessing. So uh, let's let's do that together. Let's take it as a blessing and wring every little drop of blessing out of our pain. <laughs> so today I'm talking about ending repeating patterns of pain. And as always, we're going to begin with a blessing. I place my hand on my heart. Oh, take that deep breath. I am grateful to be wholeheartedly available for healing in this very moment. I am grateful to open my heart and my mind to the healing of all patterns of pain. Grateful and thankful that we go together on this journey of healing. Grateful and thankful that we are not alone, never alone. Grateful and thankful that our teacher is always with us. And so we truly partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self and we relinquish the patterns of pain, whether we know what they are or not. We're giving everything over to the Holy Spirit for healing, back to the root cause, whatever the decision we made in our past, in any lifetime whatsoever, we're allowing it to be fully dissolved and resolved permanently, back to the root cause, so we never freaking experience it again. And in gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing, of our willingness of our demonstrations of love with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Whew, yeah, baby. I love to pray. That's why I find that prayer is one of the foundations of the classes that I teach, giving folks uh, real practical tools of how to apply these principles because, um, oh my gosh, I can't even count the number of people that have told me over the years that they were studying A Course in Miracles for many years, many years in study groups, studying Studying, studying, but not living, not applying. And so that's that's where the healing is. It's in that application. And I know for myself, some of the most painful times in my life were when I was aware that I was repeating the same experiences I had already been through many, many times having the same arguments with the same people and not getting anywhere. I mean, when I think about it, fortunately, that is not my experience anymore. Really, 
That is not my experience anymore. And good God almighty. I hate, I honestly know that for a very long time in my life, my great despair and sense of unworthiness. Oh, let me take a sip of my coffee here. Hmm. Yeah, my great despair, my my deep sense of unworthiness was supercharged by the repeating painful experiences, uh, which for me mostly came about through my experiences of other people. So uh, as well as my own solitary self-medicating. And mm, just remembering how great my despair was, feeling hopeless and helpless, repeating the same arguments and drawing the same painful conclusions, using the, the kind of thoughts like, I'll never... They always, and what's wrong with me? Ah, yes. So I do not have that anymore. I don't. I still get triggered. There's no question of that. But the difference in the pain is so extreme. So it used to be that the pain when I got triggered would be at times searing. Like uh, uh, the image that's coming into my mind is a branding iron. Like I would be feel this intense, intense searing pain. And it was because I was being triggered into remembering my belief that I just simply was not and would never be, could never be worth loving. That anyone who seemed to love me did not really know me. They were delusional. That's exactly how I used to feel. And I feel it's very important to me to talk about it because a lot of spiritual teachers that I have studied with uh, don't really talk about it because they find it embarrassing. And I would say that the only reason they find it embarrassing in some way, they they're thinking they need to present a, a holier history or something I think there's less of that now than there used to be. But this idea that many of us grew up with that don't let them see your vulnerability. But you see, it's only still a vulnerability if it hasn't been healed. Now, I've got stuff I'm still working on every day. Of course I do. (laughs) And... I've learned that the safest place for me to reside is in my loving heart, wide open, where anyone can see. And having no shame, no, which is a byproduct of judging, have no judgments about where I am. It make no meaning of it, no interpretation. So... Yes, sometimes I uh, am quick to blame. Whose fault is this? (laughs) Uh, That judger aspect of my ego gets triggered. And I defend myself by attacking. It still sometimes comes up very fast. But 
I know that's not who I am, that that is an ego thought pattern that is not part of my true identity. I am no longer identified with it. It is simply a pattern that sometimes comes up for healing. And when it does, I am deeply grateful to allow the healing to occur. And that is what is transpiring, my healing. Thank you, God, for my healing. And so when I get triggered, I can go very quickly now to that place of gratitude for my healing. I call to the Holy Spirit, my higher Holy Spirit self, and say, ah, here's a gift I offer you for healing. Let me not try to manage and cope it with it. Let me not hide it or think that there's something about it that's real. Oh, no, no, no. This is for you. And that's why I sometimes tell the story, which sounds strange, but it's true. I got into a habit of just saying, this bud's for you to the Holy Spirit, that when I would feel the sense of some unhealed past thing, pattern, some pain, some misperception, some projection, I would just go, healing opportunity, I'm grateful, this bud's for you. That became my shorthand of healing. And this is uh, one of the things that I share in Masterful Living and Finding Freedom in my classes. That Because uh, people are often telling me, um, what's, a, what's a, a way that I can work with these pain patterns and heal them? This is it. It worked for me. I took out so much trash, or the Holy Spirit did, by me simply saying, okay, here's another piece of trash. Here's another false belief. Here's another trigger. Here's another something that's got me irritated. And really, the the new habit that I developed was not to look back and examine it deeply, because I don't wish to reattach to the meaning that I made of it. Because I had, my mind is very analytical. That's my personality. Very, very analytical. Trying to understand everything and make sense of everything so I can get out in front of everything and start defending myself before they start attacking. So I always felt when I was younger, and I do mean always, uh, intentionally in this case, I almost always felt that I was going to be attacked because I had this core belief that something was so, so deeply wrong with me. I was so dysfunctional. And so attack was almost always anticipated. I, I I didn't want to be blindsided, so I knew I had to be prepared for the attack from everyone, every family member, every friend, every stranger, every classmate, everyone. It could come at any moment, so I had to be prepared to defend myself. So I was always out in front of myself, judging and attacking and defending, uh, and and. If I, well, I just feel that's, that'll, I'll leave that there just because that's my guidance. Not that I had a thought I was going to share and decided not to, just that was the end of that thought. <laughs> and uh, I feel inspired to go to a, a lesson, one of the workbook lessons I refer to a lot it's been very helpful to me. It's Lesson 190, which is entitled, I Choose the Joy of God Instead of Pain. I Choose the Joy of God Instead of Pain. Hmm. And it starts right with pain is a wrong perspective. And I know I've shared this many times in this radio broadcast, but here it comes again. And that's one of the things I used to train myself was I would, when I felt pain, emotional pain, even physical pain, I would go right to pain is a wrong perspective. Pain is a wrong perspective. Yes, indeed. Hmm.
Mm-hmm. Just feeling that. Mm. Pain is a wrong perspective. When it is experienced in any form, it is proof of self-deception. Pain is not a fact at all. There is no form it takes that will not disappear if seen aright. So very clear there. Extremely clear. So here's the thing that I extrapolated from this. When I am experiencing any kind of mental, emotional, or physical anguish or pain, since it's a wrong perspective, it is proof of self-deception, it's not real, and there's no form it takes that won't disappear if I'm willing to see it, whatever the perception is, if I'm willing to change my perspective, it'll disappear. The pain will disappear. So for me, just those few sentences made it super clear. Hello. Pain is up to me. I'm in charge of whether or not I experience pain. In in the paragraph three here, it says, uh, actually, I'm going to go to paragraph two, where it says, it is a nightmare of abandonment by an eternal love, which could not leave the son whom it created out of love. It's a nightmare of abandonment. Paragraph three, pain is a sign illusions reign in place of truth. It demonstrates that God is denied and confused with fear, perceived as mad and seen as traitor to himself. If God is real, there is no pain. If pain is real, there is no God. For vengeance is not part of love. And fear, which denies love and uses pain to prove that God is dead, has shown that death is victor over life. That's what the pain is all about. So here's the thing. Being a very analytical person, we cannot waste our time analyzing it. This is a complete and total waste of our life force. It's a waste of our time. It's a waste of energy. Time can waste as well as be wasted. That's what it says in the Course. We, we waste our spiritual energy when we invest the time and attention in managing and coping with pain. So the only reason we would be managing and coping with pain is because we believe that we're in charge of our healing, and therein lies the cause of pain. Right there. Right there. So in order to give the causes of pain to spirit for healing, in order to resolve and dissolve the root causes of pain, we have to have trust which is the number one characteristic of teachers of God. We have to fully leave it on the altar. So what happens is we pray for healing. We pray for a revelation of truth that is healing, right? The truth sets us free. It's liberating because it's healing, right? It brings us back to our true reality. It helps dissolve and resolve illusions. When we can remember the truth and recognize the truth, we will loosen our grip on our interpretations and the meaning we made of things that's causing us so much pain. Now, most of the interpretations and meaning that we've made of things, like 99% of it, is the result of decisions that we made before this lifetime. So now we employ the power of decision, and I did three episodes on the power of decision late 2017, I think. Yeah, I think so. Go look in the archive. Oh, and speaking of archive, I'm just going to make a little announcement here in case you haven't heard this before. If you are accessing the podcast through iTunes, 
using the podcast app on your iPhone or using the uh, iTunes podcast app on your tablet or your computer, there are two podcasts for this radio broadcast, only for iTunes users. Uh, If you're in an Android device, you can just uh, take a step back for a moment because this does not apply to you. But uh, iTunes has a limitation. They only put 300 episodes in a podcast and then that's it. They're done. So we've got 390 episodes as of this week. So uh, the first 90 episodes are in a separate podcast called A Course in Miracles Archive. A Course in Miracles Archive. So if you're one, uh, someone who's interested in having all of the radio shows, uh, each week when we add a new one to uh, the A Course in Miracles podcast, uh, an old one drops off. iTunes drops one off. So we add that one to the archive podcast. So that's our weekly process. And um, so if you'd like to have all the episodes, that's the way to do it. Get both podcasts uh, if you're on iTunes. Okay. So back to pain. Pain is a wrong perspective. And the reason that we're experiencing the pain is because we are attached to the decision and the meaning and the interpretation that we made probably not even in this lifetime. Now, the good news is, is we don't have to remember that decision. We don't have to remember why we made it, when we made it, where we made it, who was there, for what purpose. None of that matters at this point in time. Because the only point in time that's real and valuable where we can make a decision is now. So in this moment now is the, there are two opportunities and the two opportunities are for choosing unity, which is healing, which is pain relief or separation, which is pain, which is a wrong perspective, which is thinking that God is out to get us and that we're born to die, pain is real, that we have to do it ourselves because we're the ones that created this problem, we're the ones that made the wrong decision. But no, if we go back to the beautiful prayer at the end of chapter 5 where it says that I must have made a wrong decision because I am not at peace, right there it's telling us that we do not have to remember what the decision was. We don't have to know any of that. Now we make a helpful decision, right? And this is what Jesus talks about at the end of chapter 5, section 7. It's the very last part. There's a beautiful prayer there. And this is what he says to us in preface. He says, the first step in the undoing is to recognize that you actively decided wrongly, but can as actively decide otherwise. That's my, this bud is for you. So be very firm with yourself, he says. Be very firm with yourself in this and keep yourself fully aware that the undoing Sorry, I got distracted. Um, Be very firm with yourself in this and keep yourself fully aware that this undoing process, which does not come from you, is nevertheless within you because God placed it there. Your part is merely to return your thinking to the point at which the error was made and give it over to the atonement in peace. So, Say this to yourself as sincerely as you can, remembering that the Holy Spirit will respond fully to your slightest invitation. So my this buds for you is even better than the slightest invitation. So here you go. This is what we say. I must have decided wrongly because I am not at peace. I made the decision myself, but 
I can also decide otherwise. I want to decide otherwise because I want to be at peace. I do not feel guilty because the Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I will let him. I choose to let him by allowing him to decide for God for me. So this is the practice that interrupts the patterns of pain permanently, calls for healing back to the root cause so we never experience it again. And this is what we're here to do. This is being truly helpful. So I'm going to get into this more in the second half of the broadcast. What I would like to share with you right now is that uh, I am considering offering my Finding Freedom Boot Camp again soon. And I haven't offered it in, uh, gosh, six months or so. So if you're interested in taking my boot camp now, one of the things I'm looking at is making a special kind of a thing for people to do it with a family member or a friend. I used to do that. I haven't done it in a very long time. So if you're interested in finding freedom, go and you'd like to be put on the wait list, uh, go to the Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com and uh, you can get there from the events page. Click on Finding Freedom. Uh, so jenniferhadley.com forward slash events and then go to Finding Freedom and let me know that you'd like to be on the wait list. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk. We're living the love. And I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Ah, bonjour. Welcome back. Yes. So I'd like to share something else with you uh, that uh, I I was sharing at the beginning of the, the broadcast that Right now, I notice so many people, things are coming up in their face. I, I'm sure that's why Spirit guided me to this topic this week. So uh, I, what I see is that every time we get triggered and there's an upset, uh, there's an opportunity for healing. But if we start managing and coping with the upset... If we start trying to, let's say we're in a relationship issue, and uh, which for me was the great, <laughs> the, the most painful things in my life were all about my relationships with other people. So when the pain of my relationships with other people was so challenging for me to uh, deal with, I would think I need to change them or change myself. And so uh, I would often try to change them, try to explain things better to them. And I used to do this thing of constantly uh, explaining the same things to the same people. Like they just didn't get it. Like they were just not smart enough to get it. And so uh, it was kind of crazy. And there was so much, uh, golly gee, so much uh, suffering that I participated in, mostly that I inflicted on other people and myself through these um, painful patterns of the, the ego wanting to change the situations and circumstances, thinking that the cause is in the world. You know, and if only he, she would start respecting me, if only he, she understood me, if only this, if only that would change, if only they would change, then this would relieve my pain. And uh, for decades, many decades, I swirled around in that complete 
uh, delusion that the pain was caused by the world rather than my perspective of the world. So this pain is a wrong perspective is so helpful to me. So it's understanding that the perspective is this. The painful perspective is one, I am a body separate from other bodies, separate from God, separate from love, separate from good, separate from the blessings. I am on my own. That is the painful wrong perspective. Now, I, I would like to share that I work with uh, in the ministry, in the classes, in my work as a spiritual counselor, I work with many, many people who have all kinds of pain, physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain, uh, the pain of addiction, the pain of uh, having been uh, abused, physically, mentally, emotionally abused, um, oftentimes very severely, and uh, people who are really trying to recover, uh, get beyond the pain. And so as long as our perspective is still that of separate from God, on our own, as a body, the, the pain will likely continue. It may move around, but it it will likely continue. So the pain is actually, as Jesus talks about in the fear and conflict section in chapter two, uh, the pain is actually to help us not fall asleep and keep managing and coping, but instead to reach to that higher Holy Spirit self for healing uh, and to stop going it alone to move out of the separation thinking. Now, in the manual for teachers, talks about should healing be repeated? And so, and that we should never doubt that a healing has occurred even when the symptoms continue. Well, this can be maddening. This can be absolutely maddening to people uh, who are experiencing tremendous physical pain and illness, things like that. So I, I have seen people with chronic pain have a miraculous healing through doing their personal forgiveness work. Many, 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 many times miraculous healing of emotional issues, relationship issues, financial issues. Uh, for instance, people in Masterful Living will hugely increase their income without doing any extra work. Uh, people will have uh, healing on a physical level that they never even were thinking about, but they'll realize at the end of the year, oh my God, not only did I have a relationship healing and a fear healing, but I also had uh, healing on a physical level. I, I realize now that the arthritic pain I had has completely been released or I when I started the year I was going to need knee surgery and the surgery was canceled a few months in because of the healing that was taking place on a physical level as a result of my deciding to have an actual spiritual practice that was important to me. So that's why my whole thing is about living these lessons, living A Course in Miracles and truly applying it. And my Finding Freedom class that I was talking about before the break, uh, that I'm uh, thinking of doing a, something different with this time, uh, and said you could be on the wait list if you're interested, just go to jenniferhadley.com uh, and the events page you can find Finding Freedom. Uh, and go and ask to be on the wait list. You just click the button and fill it out, and I'll let you know. Um that's what the Finding Freedom Boot Camp is for. And originally, I had all this um, emotional pain that was for me about my family relationships, my boyfriend relationships, my friend relationships. And so I originally called it Family Freedom. And people had all kinds of amazing healing in their family, but 
people had healings of other kinds in that first offering of uh, the class. So that's why I renamed it to Finding Freedom. So freedom exists within us. It is a spiritual quality like peace, like joy, like prosperity, like wholeness. And uh, when we seek the kingdom first, our access to these spiritual qualities um is returned to us, or so it seems, because actually we're not blocking it anymore. So that's the whole thing about miraculous healing is it really fundamentally is we are removing the blocks to love in our heart, in our mind, and that is what reveals the truth, and it it it's it's miraculous healing because we're finally willing to let go of the blocks to love that we decided so long ago were useful to us. This is how we end the patterns of pain that keep repeating. So fortunately for me, I was laid low by my despair of my as a result of my experiencing these repeating patterns of pain and the meaning that I made of it. I just, every time I would repeat the same arguments and the same upsets and I would re-energize that same decision, that same interpretation, that same determination that I made about my unworthiness, my unlovability, my self-hatred that I was experiencing I would feel this re-energizing and deepening of the groove in the despair and the belief that there's something permanently, unfixably wrong with me, that I am fundamentally bad. And every time I would re-energize those beliefs and the despair would intensify because of that, not because of what was happening. No, I would intensify my experience of despair because I would re-energize and re-attach to those fundamental core false beliefs. That was the cause of my despair. That was the cause of my pain. And what Jesus tells us in that fear and conflict section in chapter 2 is, don't ask me to remove the fear Don't ask me to remove the pain. Ask me to remove the causes. And that's what he's telling us at the end of chapter 5. The Holy Spirit will undo all the consequences of my wrong decision if I allow it, if I let him. So we have to allow the healing to occur. If we keep re-energizing and reattaching to the same false beliefs about ourselves and life and others, well then clearly we're not willing to let it go. That belief is important to us. It's valuable to us. So this is what Jesus tells us in the development of trust section in the manual for teachers, chapter four. Trust is the number one characteristic of the teachers of God upon which everything else relies. We have to have trust in the development of trust section. In that chapter four of the manual for teachers, he tells us very carefully, very explicitly that we must decide ourselves now that these pain patterns, that these beliefs are no longer valuable to us. And so the pain and the repeating patterns helps us to see this is not valuable. And we were talking about this in Masterful Living yesterday in class, and uh, people were talking about how the despair comes from repeating the pain and that uh, re-energizing and that the meaning we make of it is that we're idiots, we're losers, that we're never going to heal. I mean, that's what I used to do for sure. But you see what's happening when we are repeating in the pain pattern is 
we are also learning through contrast. So this is one of the key things that happens for people in finding freedom and masterful living is they start to see the contrast between uh, living with a spiritual practice that they're practicing all day long, which is really what living the lessons is, and um, living A Course in Miracles, when we're practicing it all day long, not just a few minutes here and a few minutes there, when we're actually doing the lessons through our daily experience and doing the pauses that he talks about and and looking at the judgments that he talks about, all the different things that he tells us very specifically to do and how often to do it, et cetera, et cetera. When we're doing that, the healing occurs. And what he tells us in the workbook is, you don't even have to believe this. And as I've said to to folks many times, I feel like he tells us in the workbook, you don't worry your pretty little head about whether or not you believe any of this. Just practice the lessons. Just do. You've asked for help. Help has been given. Now employ the help that you've been given. You've been given these tools, employ them. And this is precisely why my ministry is the way it is. So we have all these free things, but people don't really change their life until they start employing the tools. And I find that a lot of people are like me. I do better with a group. I do better with a group. Oh, that reminds me. Hey, thank you, Spirit. (laughs) Um, So one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is uh, my sacred circle. So my sacred circle is uh, a low-cost membership program for spiritual counseling with me. And um, I have found that uh, we moved this year in 2020. 19, we moved, because people will be listening to this a few years from now or whatever, uh, we moved to the platform of Zoom. So we were on the phone for, I don't know, six, seven years, however long it was, and now we're meeting weekly on Zoom. And um, people, you can still call in and you don't have to share your video. You don't have to be seen if you don't wish to be. But you can see the other people who don't mind being seen. And we have um, new people joining us all the time. And we have people who've been a part of Sacred Circle for many years. And so now that we can see each other, just like with Finding Freedom and Masterful Living, we can see each other in the classes the connection is so much stronger. It's so beautiful. And so here we all are living A Course in Miracles, and people can uh, ask me questions every week specifically about their specific specific challenges, and uh, I do the counseling throughout the call. And many people find we uh, that someone else will ask their question. And so uh, people can submit questions in writing if they can't be there and they can get the downloads and all that stuff. So um, it's such a beautiful thing to be able to practice together. When we join together, it is powerful. It is deeply healing. And when I first started this program, uh, several of my teacher friends said, oh, don't do that membership program. It never works well. People stop coming. Uh, They don't really want to do the work. They don't really want it. They just, you know, it does, it's not very productive. You won't like it. Uh, The questions are, you know, not very good or this or that. Well, that has not been my experience at all. For me, it has been wonderful because it's just Q&A with me. It's just spiritual counseling. And I love spiritual counseling, which is why I trained spiritual counselors. So um, I, given that right now people are having so much intense stuff coming up, I was uh, contemplating in meditation this morning, what can I do? for folks? What can I do for them? So um, 
I got this idea to do uh, a month free of Sacred Circle. So if you register, it's a it's a monthly membership. It re- naturally recurs. You can cancel at any time. But if you'd like to try it out for a month or you're just having a difficult month, you can uh, always cancel. But um, here's I'm going to give you a code, and this is just for the radio show folks okay so and it's for people who've never been in sacred circle before so you can get a month free and uh, you can cancel at any time so here's your free code it's acim11 acim like a course in miracles acim11 right 11 that number it's like an activation code in itself so acim11 and um, it's not going to expire, so you can uh, get uh, get started with Sacred Circle if you're interested. If you're interested, if it calls to you, you check it out. Uh, another free thing you can do that uh, I actually love myself is I send inspirational text messages and a Course of Miracles quotes, and that's a free service uh, that I'm uh, do every day, and you can sign up for that at acimtexts.com. I get them myself, and I love them. (laughs) And uh, you can also uh, text the word MIRACLES to the number 35227 to sign for those text messages also. Yeah, so back to uh, interrupting the patterns of pain. Uh, Yeah, it's it's interesting how we are motivated by pain, but we don't have to be. We can be motivated by love and by inspiration. And to me, that's inspired by love. Let us love ourselves so much that we do not tolerate the pain. Now, if you have been in pain for a long time and you've been trying all kinds of things in the world and maybe you've been listening to me for a while and you've been doing some version of this and you're still experiencing pain, don't ever give up and do not ever settle for a life of pain, become super vigilant for the healing and take every little upset, every little pain, emotional, mental, physical, whatever kind, and use it as a divine alarm clock going off, reminding you to hand over the wrong perspective to the Holy Spirit for healing. You know, there's no limit on the number of times per day that you can say to the Holy Spirit, take these thoughts out of my mind so I never think them again. I am willing to let them go forever. And please do the same for everyone who has this kind of thought. Let all boats rise on this tide of love. I am a fulcrum point of healing for all humanity. I am that I am. My willingness is powerful. This buds for you. (laughs) Say these words. Now, the transcript, like if you forget these things, you don't remember what they are. We transcribe every episode of the radio show. We've been doing that for a couple years now. And we're also doing the archive. So we're going back through the archive and and, uh, transcribing new episodes every week. If you have a request, you can send an email to admin at jenniferhadley.com. If you have a request for a topic, if you have a request for a transcript that we haven't transcribed yet, we'll do it. It's all free. 
Okay, so admin at jenniferhadley.com. Email your topics, your your requests for transcripts. You can go to livingacourseofmiracles.com and request a transcript there. So, uh, you, I mean, uh, not request, you can download them as well as downloading the audios. You can search in the archive for uh, any episode, any topic, any keywords. Uh, this is a great resource, and we're able to do it because of the donations of the people who support this radio broadcast. So a big thank you. Let's all bless the people who donate to make all these resources available because the staff, my transcriber, uh, all the the people that maintain, it takes a whole team of people to maintain the websites and to do all the different pieces of uh, making sure the templates are right and everything's proofed to, to our best ability and um, uh, the customer response to the emails and the community care and all these different pieces it takes a whole team of people. And of course, they're not volunteers. They're working for a salary, and um, so the donations go to cover all of these costs. And so thank you very much, because it allows us to offer the free text messages, which are so meaningful, and to put these videos up on YouTube now, all the different things that we're able to do um, that are helpful to so many uh, because of your contributions and your donations. And I would invite you, uh, it's a nonprofit, so everything is tax deductible. If you would consider making a monthly donation of whatever amount that feels like you could contribute, could set that up as a recurring charge to a credit or a debit card or a bank account or however we could help you do that, um, much appreciated gives us the opportunity to offer more things like the A Course of Miracles app, which is totally free. And going back to what I was sharing about the workbook lessons, where Jesus tells us very specifically how to use that lesson that day. That's why we have the reminder section in the A Course of Miracles app. And you can go to livingacourseofmiracles.com to get that app. Uh, and, and and it's free and you can use it. So I encourage you to do that as well. That was paid for by donations and our upgrades are paid by donations. So set your reminders. I've got reminders going off every um, 20 minutes or so. I really use the app. That's I designed it to use it myself. So please enjoy that. Oh... We don't have to suffer with pain anymore. These tools work when we use them. That's the whole thing. Listening about it is not the same as applying it. So let's move into prayer right now. I place my hand on my heart, and I am deeply grateful and deeply thankful for this holy partnership with the Holy Spirit and with all of life. So grateful and so thankful that we can have a healing and that healing is happening now. We name it and claim it. We give thanks for it. In gratitude, we let it be. We know it's done. And so it is. Amen. 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 Have a great rest of your week. I love you. Mwah.